You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Duets After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Duets After Show. All right, Duets fanatics, often duplicated, duplicated... Always imitated. Mm. That made no sense. It's the Duets After Show. We all know that Bing is for doing, and what are we doing? We're doing another after show on AfterBuzz TV. It is Duets Season 1, Episode 8. I'm JC, and today I'm joined by a bevy of beauties who are not only beautiful, but also smart, too. Yeah. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves as we go around the table, starting with the lovely lady in front of me to my left. Uh, Michelle Macedo. Hey guys, what's up? You can follow me on Twitter at Michelle Macedo Music or Macedo Music. Okay, and I'm Stephanie Wenger, and you can follow me on Twitter at Stephanie Wenger, and you can visit my website too, www.stephaniewenger.com. Nice, and the man running the ones and twos in the back, Mr. Ben Bottomley. What's going on, Ben? Shows. Shows are going on. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right, guys, so what happens when you go from the dark horse to the dark knight? Jason Farrell, some Pinoy power, or uh. sign sealed, de- and he delivers Mr. J. Rome. But we start off with the melancholy goodbye of the last female on the show, Miss Bridget Carrington. Hmm. Thoughts? What do you guys think on her leaving? I mean, she was who I predicted last week to go. Um, she was in the bottom two last week as well. So it wasn't, I don't think, a particularly shocking moment for me. Um, I mean, she seemed really sad, and I don't want her to have to go back to her. I think it was a tax, tax accounting whatever. job. Yeah, that didn't sound great. But I... Um, I hope she can, like, figure out what she wants and find her own little career path. There. Yeah, right. Now, yeah. I'm sure she has, like, a platform now where she can figure it out. Hopefully not have to do taxes. Yeah, exactly. Or, I mean, to, like, go get taxes from people. But I wasn't shocked either. Uh, we definitely called it. Uh, okay. Just reminding mm-hmm. you <laughs> of that. And um, she... Yeah, I mean, it's sad. And it's sad that she's like she was the last female and kind of surprising. It yeah. seems to be a trend, uh, like, with the voice that happened. And mm-hmm. then, I don't know, it's really, I don't know what that's about. But, yes. It's a man's world. Yeah, that's right. Juliet <laughs> Sims. Right? No, you know what? Actually, I, I know I was wrong. You, y'all picked Bridget, and I said that John was leaving. Now, the reason I said that is because she's a tax woman. Because you were gone? What? I was gone. I mean, wrong? Hello. <laughs> no, she's gone. a tax woman. I don't want her coming to audit my butt because she's uh. an auditor. Hello. <laughs> so, this is a personal. <laughs> she's going to get you. You are next. No, never. I, so, I pay all my taxes. No, definitely for the public at home. Okay. Imagine <laughs> if she does come and get your taxes, though. Pretty I bet much. She's going to get like. 
Hey, weren't you on that show? Yeah, but you know all I have to say about her? I thought she was robbed. I thought she was fantastic. I thought, okay, I just want to save my own butt so she doesn't do my taxes. Totally, that's a good point. You guys, yeah, you're right. It was time for her to go. I think she was, I know this is a singing competition, but she was the fashion like champ I thought because she always had the cool heels she had all the canary yellow dresses she was just the always... canary yellow yeah she did yeah. she was rocking no. so but it is a singing competition so it was her time to go it was it was her time to go alright so that was a little bit of a recap so what went on this week we're all catching up it's the first season so you know we kind of are figuring out how it's gonna you know how it's gonna end up and the finale is next week just so if you're watching us at home chat roll if you guys are watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com, what's up but if you're not watching us live make sure to listen to us on iTunes they've got a great little podcast app that you can actually you press the iTunes little the podcast little icon it'll take you straight to all the wonderful podcasts that iTunes does and make sure to stop by, of course, at AfterBuzz TV. Comment, subscribe. It helps keep the lights on. And we actually do read back some of your feedback. So please, be interactive. All right, now to tonight's show. She's gone. They were doing two numbers tonight. There's a duet, hence the name, and solos. The first solos ever, right? Finally. I thought it was going to be a train wreck. I was afraid of the solos. I actually loved it though. Like I kind of had the same opinion as you. Thought it was going to be a train wreck, and because yeah. like they, a lot of them had been leaning on their coaches and just kind of wasn't sure how that was all going to work. And then once the solos rolled around, they were actually some of my favorites of the entire competition. Like they came out and shined, or you know at least tried something different, and you saw a different side of them. I think all three of them in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I think. With the duets also, um, I think that the harmonies that they find and that they make are are, are kind of like getting uh, typical Mm -hmm. and that, uh, I don't know, it's not very exciting. Like with all the things you could do, there's so many things you can do like musically and uh, I don't know, maybe it's because it's like the same person working on it or something, but um, I don't know, just the duets just after like a minute or so, I totally zone out. Yeah, no. You know, it, it's it's great. And we, we just talked about how interactive we are with our fans. There was a fan I remember reading on some of our feedback. And mm. I believe it's, I'm going to maybe butcher it, CLM2440. Mm. And he actually brought up some of the stuff we were saying. That he said, why don't they sing more songs that were designed as duets originally? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, the song selection has been a little strange at points. And you're kind of like, well, I love that song, but it's not a duet. Like, why are you making it, trying to make it something that it's yeah. it's just not? And it doesn't always work for them. And so I feel like song selection has been one of the bigger issues in the show overall. Okay, and we all kind of kind of like went, huh? When they said, now be ready for our first fin- uh, th- uh, season one finale. Because we were wondering <laughs> if there's going to be a season two. But now remember, Idol didn't start off like a juggernaut that first season, did it? Or am I mistaken? Or they were still like kind of tweaking it. Like it was two hosts instead of one. Oh yeah. 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 Brian Dunkelman, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so I know. Um, well, I saw him at a comedy show here in LA actually. But yeah. Was he performing? He was. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I know, I, but I remember people being interested in that show. Like, okay. really, there was like, yeah. it wasn't like a juggernaut yet. It, it wasn't with J-Lo and all of this, but it was like, it kind of, it had interest. There was and it was like the first of its kind. Yeah, and people were like all about it. I mm-hmm. feel like uh, this show has gotten like, press in, in not a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like with American Idol, I, I, 
I feel like it got more good press. And um, it's because it was new, though. Yeah, as well. And well, yeah. they didn't start it out being like two hours, like doing all that <laughs> stuff with American Idol. You know, right? They they weren't as uh, I don't know if the word is confident about it. I don't know what it is. But pretty much I think duets were like banking on the fact that, you know, they're the superstars mm-hmm. and everyone who loves them will like watch it. But, uh, you know, with two people trying to shine on the same song, uh, it, I think that that gets uh, conflicting. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. let's jump into the duet. So let's jump into that first song with uh, it was I believe it was J. Rome and Jennifer Nettles, of course. Right. And it was Break Even by the Script. Which, what'd you guys think? I liked it. I, I thought that that was one of the stronger performances of the night. Um, they always have such good chemistry, though. I, that's like been one of my favorite aspects of the show so far, has been Jennifer Nettles seems able to connect in a better way, I guess, than some of the other partners, and she lets them shine a little bit as well, which is nice to see, because she could... She's a superstar. She could totally take it over. Yeah, I think she's a more generous like performer, uh, I, because I think that kind of reflects... How people are on stage can reflect how they are in real life. Mm -hmm. So I think that she's just like a friendly person. Yeah, and I was also thinking about the fact that she's the only one in a group. So Sugarland is a group. So she's used to being on stage with other people versus Kelly and John and all those guys who are, you know. All about them. All about them. So maybe that helps. I don't know. That's a great point. Honestly, it took us eight weeks to figure (laughs) out. She's in a duet. (laughs) Makes sense. Where's the other? Where is that guy? He just didn't want to do it? I don't know. I wonder if they would ask, like, Sugarland collectively to do it. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, because, well, the only cast change was Lionel Richie, which was John Legend for Lionel Richie. That was it. But Mm -hmm. I don't think they they were going to bring in the other half of Sugarland. So maybe next next year. I don't, if we have a second season. I hope, I'm I'm still a fan. You know, you never know what might happen next year. You know, who they bring in, how they retool it. You know, because I definitely think there should be a few things that could change. Yeah. You know, and. I think it would be interesting to, like, bring in, not that I haven't enjoyed these coaches. I really like them. They all have their interesting personality and different takes on stuff and John definitely gets the technical side and you kind of see all those aspects mm-hmm. but it would be interesting to bring in just a new group of coaches just to like see if something different happened kind of like bringing in new judges on American Idol it's and kind they of bring in like you know people to help and stuff all the time on those shows right, right. you know so, like in rehearsals so they should do that yeah that's kind of what I would like to see a little more I think we've talked about it in the past mm-hmm. that rehearsal process and things like that it would be interesting to kind of just see a little bit of a retool or bring back some of the coaches or just I don't know I, mean, I, there, I think there's interesting ways to kind of spice it up spice it up a little bit yeah I think that maybe uh, for me I would like them to keep the judges actually but I want them to let them loose and actually that's kind of like cue real up. feedback real feedback yeah. and maybe see we're going to do a little segment a little bit later that we call duets uncensored so we're going to get to hear what the judges really think so that's coming up a little bit later so kind of what we're talking about but let's move on to i believe it is jason farrell and kelly clarkson they did me and mrs jones mm-hmm. what do you guys think oh uh, well apparently that they got to choose their songs right so like jason chose the song i think this would a poor choice in song especially mm-hmm. after after break even because it's it's really slow and mellow and and kind of like nice to listen to also Kelly's foot is like you know so and they're both sitting the whole time mm-hmm. and i think that 
uh, that way. It really depended on the vocals, and uh, it's one of those where I kind of zoned out. Did you zone? Okay. But Kelly Clarkson's voice sounded amazing. Yeah, Kelly is always yeah. so good, and I mean, she brings it every time, and you're kind of like, ooh, your partner was off, but you were fantastic. And Yeah. Um, I don't know. For this, this performance, it was interesting, because I... I kind of liked that he slowed it up. I think sometimes he gets a little awkward on stage, and right. so it was nice to have him seated, but it could get boring. I totally see where you're coming from with that. Um, he he actually, though, um, needed to look at the camera more. If you're doing that kind of slow performance, like, yes, have a connection with Kelly, and that's important, mm-hmm. but I was like, you need to connect with the teenage girls at home if you plan on staying in this competition. And you're spot on. I believe uh, Robin Thicke even brought that up. Yeah. To connect more, he wanted a little more, what was the word? Was it a little more uh, naughty? Naughty. naughty. A little more na- of course he did. Well, he <laughs> says the man dressed in leather, okay. Yeah, he, he had that, like, RoboCop kind of, like, not, like, like detective leather vest thing, thingy on. Such interesting wardrobe choices. Hey, he's a rock star. Very he can rock it. <laughs> but quickly talking about Kelly, you were spot on. You know, even though it's a duet, I feel I want to... I love Kelly Clarkson. I absolutely adore her. Breakaway is one of my favorite songs of her. I absolutely love... I love her. But she's so good that when she sings she just overpowers him and it takes away from him and ultimately you want you want your pupil to win yeah so how does that look when she even in this song this is his song which I thought he, he this is the second time he's done it he did it in his Save Me song he was much better I thought this time than the, than the Save Me but when Kelly opened up it's kind of like yeah which is kind of a weird thing with kind of like the point you know like you're supposed to see i guess you know how the superstar is a superstar mm-hmm. and the amateur is like the amateur but he's supposed to be getting better but but then if you put someone right next to kelly clarkson every week like they're not they're not gonna look as good you know but why can't she hold back a little bit why couldn't, well, couldn't she right. pull, pull back a, to s- you know i guess uh her entire career she's been told to do the opposite mm-hmm. so that you and the same with if there's like solo people or people that have not are not in like a band or have to share the stage with singing and stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like she probably does that, you know. It's also I was just as you guys were talking about this, thinking about that we only have guys left in the competition right yeah. now, and we have only female coaches. And I just was thinking about oh weird, isn't that strange? Like oh wow, weird. Yeah, because we both of the guys, Robin and uh, John, don't have anybody left anymore. And so, do we think that that's like America liking that combination better in some way? Like that there's that the professional. I'm about to go evolution on you, evolutionary on here. <laughs> yeah. okay. Women are nurturers. They're te- they, maybe they're better teachers. Maybe you know they have the patience to teach, possibly. And aside the fact, maybe Kelly has a big fan base though too. Let's Kelly and Jennifer and all yeah, have a it, really big fan base. Also, they're both kind of in the. I, I mean, Kelly's not country, but like she lives in Nashville, like that country. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's voting a lot for the show. I don't know. You could get into all the, like... I mean, it could could really have to do with, like, you know, articulation and, like, teaching and communication like that, you know? But, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's just the... The chemistry. <laughs> maybe it's just the amateurs themselves uh, that actually stayed. Well, let's talk about that. The last duet, Mr. John Glosson and Jennifer Nettles. 
And Jennifer's outfit was kind of interesting, I thought, today. You know, just she had like the the blue like I couldn't figure it out for the first bit. And then I was like, oh, it's layers and of different, okay. And I think they are trying to hide. She's pregnant, as we mentioned in a previous Mm -hmm. show. I think they're trying to hide that, but they're just making really interesting wardrobe choices to do it. I think they're They're trying to distract. Yeah, distract. distract (laughs) With the red hat. Yeah, exactly. She had that little bit like soulful little (laughs) thing going on. What did you guys think of the prayer? I mean, this is done by Celine Dion, Andrea Bocelli, Josh Groban, Charlotte Church. One of my favorite songs of all time. Really? This one? Not theirs. No offense. <laughs> oh. But the song itself. Not Jennifer Nettles. And- no. And well, right. It breaks my heart. Well, you know, Jennifer Nettles, it's not her kind of song. She was trying mm-hmm. to, like, belt at the at the point when she should have gone into, like, her head voice and she should have... She should. There's like this purity, you know, that that you're able to reach at that point, and she, she is so good at belting, and so she tried to do it with that. Mm-hmm. And I get that that's like her style and stuff, but I don't think that it really worked out for her. Yeah, I I love this song too. It's it's nice. really nice, and especially Josh Groban's version of it is mm-hmm. just one of my favorite things. But for me it just it couldn't live up to Josh for whatever reason it, it from the get go I was kind of like you're hitting nice notes and it's pleasant to listen to but mm-hmm. there was I just wanted more and I can't even describe fully what that means to me but it just was like there was like that aha or just something missing and I just really wanted it and that's all I wrote on my sheet was how I really just wanted it he that just like happen. to me he just looks like he's always going to just eat the mic just mm-hmm. like yeah. put it in his mouth John Glasson? Yeah. And he yeah. made this really intense face that was like, looked like at first that he was in pain or something or that he was mm-hmm. upset, but he was just really getting into the song. Yeah. John, I, I love John, but I think he could be in trouble with just because of this song. Oh. I judge this song very harshly because I am, I am close to it. I love, love, love this song for the last 10 years of my life. Absolutely. One of my favorite songs. Andrea Bocelli's version is amazing. It's in Italian and it's just like, oh, and you, I don't even know. Yeah. I wonder if they played at the Bellagio. I think, I don't know if they use that song. They use one, you know, some of Andrea Bocelli's stuff on the fountains in the Bellagio. If you ever go to the Bellagio in Vegas, they had the big fountain show and they have Andrea Bocelli's songs and Frank Sinatra and, and I think they might do the prayer. I'm not sure. I, I feel like they do. It's And it's so magical with the fountains and the whole experience there but yeah and, and it kind of you want every time to like live up to that and exactly. sometimes it doesn't. And I thought John would deliver but I think he got rattled since he was in the bottom two tonight. Mm. It, it was a different John. John's a very confident competent singer and they even mentioned that he was pitchy at, at certain points, and he's never been pitchy throughout this whole competition. Mm, yeah, I know that was super weird. And I think it was just just he being nervous. You know, I I think he, this is the song that could unfortunately do him in. But why would nerves get to him now? Because he, just the fact that he was he's Jennifer's team's never been in the bottom two of anything the yeah. whole season, and the fact that he was it was a different. You know, I agree with what Stephanie said that he was missing something, and I, I even wrote it on, on the notes. My first note was I'm missing his fire because yeah. usually he just mm. he's so big, and he was. It's easy for him to be big, but he wasn't John Glosson big, you know, like mm. tonight in, the, yeah, on the, in my part. his personality didn't shine through. It felt like he was kind of going through the motions of the song and just, and you when you want to see John, even if, you know, make it his own a little bit. And mm-hmm. it just felt like he was trying to do, 
you know, Josh Groban or Andre Bocelli, and it just didn't work in the way that you, at least I wanted it to. Do you think he has a he has a possible future in, in adult contemporary? Like, because that, that's what he wants to do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I could see that absolutely. All right. So, so overall, who do you think won the duet round between J. Rome, John, and Jason? Okay. Wait, okay. Can so you put the, the Jeopardy songs music? were, wait, the songs were The Prayer, right. Uh, me and Mrs. Jones. Me and Mrs. And, Jones. And uh, Break Even. I would say Break Even. Ooh. Hmm. I think for me, yeah, I got to go J Realm. It, it just um, seemed to me that he, he kind of took the night for me. It's not to, you know, go into the next one, uh, grouping of the solos, but. Yeah. Okay. Gonna go J Rome. All right. Well, so it's a tie. Oh, no, no, it's not a tie. I mean, it's J Rome. Two to one. I, I don't even have what to vote. What do you think? Well, I'll let you know after I talk about Amazon. I have oh, to, yes. well, what do you have to tell us about Amazon again? Well, Amazon actually, some of our fans are actually on, I, I'm following on YouTube. Uh-huh. There's a fan by the name of Black Pirate who actually, she made a purchase on Amazon and she decided to tell us about it. She, it, nice. was a, it was an MP3 purchase. It, it, see what happens is, guys, if you need to buy anything on Amazon, all you have to do is click on, go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click on our Amazon banner, and it'll take you to Amazon, and you can make any purchase you want. DVDs, big screen TVs, cameras, books, whatever you need. And whatever you buy, actually, we get a few cents to, of that. So it helps keep our lights on. But with Black Pirate, what she wrote was, she's like, guys, I finally made my first Amazon purchase. And she wanted to tell us all about it. And she bought this, just I think it was just like a little MP3, like MP3 nice. player. That's awesome. And it doesn't cost her anything more. She just went to AfterBuzz, and it helps us. Went and to Amazon, just buy a little MP3. Yeah. And, and the Listen kicker was? It forever. It, it cost her 99 cents. That's what she spent. She said, I'm sorry it was so small purchase, but every little bit helps. <laughs> totally. Totally. No. Cents make dollars. So thank you, Black Pirate. Guys, keep buying stuff. It helps us out. And, and keep buying music. Yes. Hopefully, like a Macedo tune here yeah. in the near future. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. So who do I think won the first round? j Room. Done deal. Uh, okay. j Room. j Room. He, won, us, he yeah. won the duets. But now let's, talk, let's move on to the solos. Okay. Ju- duets for tonight? You're saying just based on those three. We were things. talking about the duets uh, yeah. portion. Now let's talk about the solos yeah. because today, see, it's, see, we're a little off now because we're like now they're having us do solos. We had duets. The first solo we had tonight was by J Room, and he he did "Signed, Sealed, Delivered." I'm yours by Stevie Wonder. Mm. I didn't even take notes. Epic. Epic. Yeah, so good. Best performance of the season. I think I just wrote like amazing. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah I, <laughs> I think like that's... I said. What'd you write? Amazing. I wrote amazing. 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 And couldn't take notes. Great minds think alike. (laughs) Hey, uh, Uh, Watchtower Base says that he spent over 400 bucks on Amazon through AfterBuzz. Oh, nice. Amazing. Computer stuff. There we go. (laughs) Amazing. Way Way to go, Adrian, for sure. We'll always shout you guys out. Just keep on making those purchases. But we got a show. We got to talk about Jay Rome because the boy was born to sing Jennifer Nettles even said it he was ready when I met him Mm. he was ready yeah that's so true I mean, and also with, we kind of talked about that they sometimes use their coaches as crutches. You saw him own that stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he got yeah. up there and it was like, he didn't need anybody with him. Like, it 
Like he had been, it was like he had been holding back. Yeah. While she was on stage. Yeah, because he wanted to let her shine. (laughs) Exactly. Where, and he just, it felt very like Usher and I don't even know what else mixed together. Yeah. Incredible. So good. So it's, I mean, if he does not win, I'm sorry. We're not doing predictions yet. (laughs) If he doesn't win, it's a travesty. I'm already saying it. I'm sorry. Okay, we're going to quote you on that. You better quote me. Signed, sealed, delivered. I just said it. Thank you, Ben Bottomley. <laughs> all right, so well, let's since we all are in agreement, how amazing it was. Mm. Yes, John Glasson, "Bless the Broken Road" by Rascal Flatts. Another one of my favorite songs, and Rascal Flatts does it so so well. Um, I felt like his song choice tonight did not help him because um, it was one of those things where I was used to it being with Rascal Flats and it just had a different tone to it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that his was bad. Neither of his performances I didn't think were bad performances. No, they just good. wasn't as good as he normally is and mm-hmm. not didn't allow him to kind of be his own artist. It kind of just made me think of the original songs in a lot yeah. of ways. Maybe it is because he's nervous or because he's in the bottom two or something mm-hmm. or something's going on because it kind of seemed like that for the whole night. No, oh, you felt the same way? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I like the song. I did, except for the last note. The last note was pitchy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was unfortunate. He's yeah. like never pitchy and, and everyone else has been pitchy like at least once. I don't know about J-Rome. Yeah. No, has he, he been pitchy? Uh, I think before. I think he ha- he's that had was like- a high note there. <laughs> I think he Hello. One, I think he had one off performance. He did. J. Rome, and I remember it being a little pitchy. Um, I think it was like two weeks. It wasn't too too long ago. It was, I think yeah. it was the first week of their live performances. Yeah, which is understandable. If you've never gone live on national television, mm-hmm. I would think that would be an intimidating experience for sure. <laughs> they have. They have. Well, right. If, if that was like the first time or whatever. But, yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, definitely not as J. Rome just like took it home. Took it home. Well, it home. well, we 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 got one more guy to talk about. I know, Mr. Pinoy Power. That's right. Yeah. The, the, the Philippines strong. The uh, uh, she said something in a skinny little Filipino body. What what did she say? That's it. Oh, that Jennifer Nettles. Was yeah, saying. yeah. Something and about. Did, all I know is that she was talking about his body. Yeah, cute, it was, sexy, skinny in a skinny Filipino body. Yeah, yeah. That's what was the rats. first part of that? I, I, I did not that write that. Sounds one. like it could be soul, really bad. Oh, soul no. singer in a skinny Filipino body. There we go. Wrote, yeah, wrote the quote. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. She's country charming. It, you, it, it can slide. Totally, it didn't sound, yeah. You know, if if I, I I just said it right now, and that just made me sound like a creeper. So I'm sorry. Uh, I, that's why I'm like, and I quote. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So well. what do you guys think about Runaway Baby? He did the Bruno Mars fast up tempo kind of. Bruno Mars is awesome. Was this was the song too big for him? Um, his first mistake was was choosing one person to like compare himself to for that song. I mean, he just set it up by saying he said something that was like I like the Bruno Mars style that's kind of how I want to be first of all he said how I want to be that I am yeah and so people are going to see him as then not in his own light but 
trying to be something else. So basically, he was like, "I want to be Bruno Mars," you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then and then we're just comparing him, and he's not Bruno Mars. That's not his personality. He's not supposed to be like smooth and whatever. Mm-hmm. Part of his charm is that he's like kind of awkward, kind of you know. Yeah, I mean, he's still a teenager. I think Bruno Mars, when you see him on stage, it's you know he's owning it and it's a hundred percent he knows who he is as an artist a hundred and ten percent in fact and um and i don't think we fully i don't think as a teenager anyone fully knows who they are as an artist so he's still exploring and, and figuring that out and by putting himself in a box i don't think that's the best move yeah i didn't think the song was a good choice and and he just kept mentioning bruno mars you know, you could say the songs like by Bruno Mars, but I just mm-hmm. was like, oh, he totally boxed himself into that one. I think maybe, maybe if he was going to do a Bruno Ma- Mars song, maybe he should have done Just the Way You Are. Maybe. Yeah, definitely a different one. I was confused on little, why he chose that one. Little, it's it was just, like repetitive and. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too big. You know? Yeah. And I just. I'm, he's trying to be, because we're expecting Bruno Mars, you know? Could he run in trouble, let's say, after this is said and done? Because, you know, all, all three of them are going to have options after they get when they're done with this competition. And especially Jason. Do you think some manager is going to, you know, box him into something and he not, he's not going to get that chance to grow into the artist he could potentially be? Because what you're saying right now is he wants to be like Bruno Mars instead of being Jason. Yeah. You he know? thinks he wants to be like Bruno Mars. Yeah, until he finds his own voice. Yeah. You know, that, that true artistry gets that growth. You know what I was thinking about with Jason tonight is that I feel like he would really benefit, and I'm not suggesting that he go to a boy band, that's not my point, mm-hmm. but I feel like with a group, he would be a better artist. Like I feel like when I see him running around the stage, that's sometimes his weakest moments, mm-hmm. or, or finding a way to just be stronger on stage maybe, because... Uh, his stage presence can be a little awkward to mm-hmm. me at times, so I want him to kind of, you know, find either his own stage presence or have a group where he can feel a little more comfortable, at least starting out. Yeah, or people to like play with on stage, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like mess around with. And he'd be great in a band. I think he'd be great in a boy band. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? He's had the most growth. Remember the first week? Remember the second week? That oh, the, yeah. He was the most nervous. It was he and Jordan. They were the ones that were... Oh, yeah. He was so nervous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's... I think he's come probably the furthest along out of anyone in the competition. Yeah, he totally has. So imagine if if, if fans are voting on his potential. I mean... The sky's the limit for him. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. But still, it's uh, still J-Rums to lose, I'm going to say. But hey, let's yeah. take a quick break. And when we come back, we're playing Duets Uncensored. You're watching After Buzz TV. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man, no. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And After Buzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. woo what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the After Buzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Oh, 
All right, and we are back. Okay, so now we've we've queued up this game. It's called Duets Uncensored. If, if you're not watching us, if you're listening to us on iTunes, what we've done is we've put about 10 sheets of paper on our on our AfterBuzz table, and in, on those sheets, I don't know what they're... What, what personalities underneath these sheets of paper? It could be Caduce. It could be J. Rome. It could be anyone in the music reality competition genre. But the girls are going to select a page for me, and I'm going to put it in front of my face, and I have to be this person for two minutes. And you guys can ask time. me. Ask, okay, do you want, we'll make it one minute. How about that? I mean, two minutes is fine. It's, All right. Uh, you feel like you can do two minutes? Yeah. We Go can do it. it. So we're going <laughs> to give you the true opinions that. that some of these judges had that they never really got to say. Okay. All right. So, uh, you guys have mixed up the page. I'm gonna grab one. All right. I can act as timekeeper. Th- if thank you, wish. Ben Bottomley. <laughs> okay, I am. Uh, <laughs> Who am I? I want to like not tell you, and then you. I want you to guess, but that's like. But not we have the to game. tell our fans. It's Jason Farrell or uh, Farrell, whatever. Farrell, okay, yeah. Jason. I uh, for two minutes. I'm Jason Farrell. So you could ask me whatever. Do you guys? Do you guys want me to be a judge? I could be a judge. Ooh, could we? You want to redo? We got no time. We got we got the choice yeah. coming up right after this. Uh, okay, well, I'll do another one. Do another okay. one. Go, go, go. Is it a judge? <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> Pick another one. Oh, my God. I can you... see through it. Oh, uh, hey, okay. okay. It's Simon. I am Simon Cowell for two minutes. All right. You can ask me anything about duets related. Three, two, one, go. Simon, what do you, what do you think about duets? Sometimes, you know, I feel like... I'm watching a bunch of banshees in heat. <laughs> but I do have to say that the show does show promise. It reminds me of The X Factor, but, oh. you know, not as good. So why why didn't you help in the creation of this? Well, because, darling, I have many shows. I have Britain's Got Talent. I have <laughs> I have The X Factor darling. UK. Yes. And, of course, I have man- mansions all over the world, so... Well, so who would you put on the duets panel? Do you like who's there, or would you replace them with somebody else, like Paula, your friend Paula? Oh, Paula! Paula, if Paula's not on her crazy pills, I would, um, I would love to have Paula. You never know what you're gonna get with us, so I would. Is that go, true? Yes, I would get Paula, and myself, of course, and we'd win naturally. And of course, let's see, I would, and I would have me fill up the other three chairs. Oh, oh, if only there were three of you. That well, would me be a much better world. Darling, there is cloning, and I am working on it. Why don't you ask me, who do I, I think will win? Who should that lose? That was going to be my next question. Who do you think is going to take it all? Mm, usually, I would have gone with Bridget Carrington, because I have a thing for young urban singers, female mm. singers. If you've yeah. noticed my career, Leona Lewis and whatnot. Right. But I, if, if I'm forced to pick J-Rome, he's a, he's a superstar. Absolutely. So, what do you think? Um, what do you think of the judges' feedback? Oh my God, mm-hmm. they're like robots. Right. I'm sorry. If I want, if I wanted, if I wanted a prize for participation, I would have played youth soccer. <laughs> but no, soccer. I want some actual you mean criticism. football. I'm trying to say how you bloody Americans say. It. <laughs> Excuse me. The judges never give their opinions. I could tell you right now, Farrell. <laughs> He's a little pitchy. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Afterbuzz. 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 And that's our two minutes with me. Thank you very much. Get me to my jet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, that nice. does it for our game, uh, Duets Uncensored. Let's go to a little bit of news and gossip. Afterbuzz TV. 
What do you got for us, Stephanie? So I was super excited to see Robin Thicke sitting in his chair tonight because he was actually um, in a car accident here in L.A. Um, on Wednesday night. So um, TMZ reported that he um, a car cut him off on Sunset Boulevard near um, the Hotel Chateau Marmont. Mm. Um, and he crashed his Porsche into um, another vehicle. And so he apparently totaled the Porsche, but um, is he walked away uninjured, which is great. Um, Was he wearing leather pants? I don't have that information. Maybe, uh, you know, you can talk to TMZ Maybe about that. get on that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but interestingly enough, the um, police, LAPD, gave him a ride home in a cruiser. So he got a little special treatment there. Wow. So luckily nothing happened to the hips, so he can still shimmy the hips. He did it, fine tonight in his did, performance. He seemed so. to be doing well. seemed to be feeling <laughs> normal as usual, just <laughs> wanting to thrust himself on things. <laughs> you cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him, Mr. <laughs> Robin Thicke. There we go. And that's it for news and notes. And now let's move on to our final predictions. And now you're All at right. TV. The suspense is killing me. Who's going to win? Really? Okay. All right. <laughs> Who do you guys think is going to win? Steph, what do you got? I mean, I don't think... I think we'll be really sad if this is not the case. I think J. Rome should take it, has been the best throughout um, week after week. Yeah, I think Jay Rome's going to win. You know, um, I absolutely want to disagree with y'all. And you know what? I think I'm totally not going to disagree with you guys. Oh. Yeah, he's been in first every single week. I don't know if it could That's be... That's true. He's been first yeah. every week. What yeah. is with this guy? He's, so, but now remember, the the biggest the biggest caveat in all this is... The fourteen-year-old female that votes I know, for Jason—that's what I was thinking about. That could—that's the only way, yeah. that, that he could possibly lose. I—I I think it's Jay Room. I th- hopefully he'll have a great career. He's got the presence. He's got the charisma. He's got the charm. He's got the chops. Yeah. Jason, I mean Jay Room. It's your time to shine. And I feel like Sign Seal delivered tonight. He might get some of that teenage vote because it was so just like mm-hmm. so charismatic and just out there that I feel like that girls would probably go for that too. And remember, John Legend, he actually said who he'd, he would sign. He said, I'd sign J Rome. And he has a record label. So if J Rome somehow. John Legend has a record label? Yeah. He does. So if somehow J Rome didn't win, I would imagine John Legend would jump on that. He would have to. I mean. So there yeah. you have it. I think yeah. it's J Rome all the way. So, Michelle, where can they find you? They can find me at Macedo Music or MacedoMusic.com and check out my music. You can find me at Twitter on Twitter at Stephanie Wenger or on my website www.stephaniewenger.com. Hey Ben, so if anyone wants to be like learn how to run a board or anything like that, any tips from like the brainchild of AfterBuzz, where would they find you? Um, they would have to send a messenger pigeon to my home. I'm not going to release the address. You have to find that out, too. Nice. Ah. Um, I'm still living in 1914, so it's kind of hard to get a hold of me. 1914. The Titanic, huh? Ben Bottomley, international man of mystery. And you can find me at the Everyday Man. Now, if you guys are sticking around live, make sure to stay tuned for the season finale of The Choice. So that's it for us tonight. For Michelle, Stephanie, Ben. Ben, I'm JC. We're the AfterBuzz After Show. Often imitated, never duplicated. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 